Hello and welcome to She's Creative with me, Claire Hutchison. Each episode, I chat to a different woman who works within the creative industries, discovering how she turned creativity into a career. My first guest is the artist Michaela Monsoon, known as Cardatoons on Instagram. Let's go to that conversation. Michaela Monsoon is a Glasgow-based creative. Her Instagram, Cardatoons, which showcases her feminist cartoons, has more than 20,000 followers and her artwork has been featured in Femzine and on social media platforms run by the likes of Channel 4 and Bodyform. Michaela is also a makeup artist, hairstylist and creative director, with work featured in the likes of Jewel Magazine and Bricks Magazine and clients such as the eyewear brand Iola. Thanks for joining me, Michaela. Hi, you did your research. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I've done so many interviews with like so many people and nobody knows anything about me. And it's it's just so like refreshing to have someone be like, this is what she's done. And I'm like, oh my God, you actually like looked me up. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's glad to hear. <laughs> um, so yeah, to start things off, I just thought I'd ask where you grew up and what your parents did for work. Okay, so I grew up um, not in Glasgow, but just outside of it in a wee town uh, that's been voted many times as being the worst place to live in Britain, <laughs> or the most depressing. Um, truly, truly. So anything to escape that was uh, necessary. So I think creative um, paths sort of took hold of me at a young age. Neither of my parents were creative. My dad was a loss adjuster, and my mum worked briefly in the NHS and then she just became a carer for my grandparents so like mm-hmm. not really anything creative in the family my dad used to draw and I remember being like why don't you draw more and he was like I'm busy so <laughs> I remember sort of seeing that and I was like I'd rather be doing the thing that I wanted to do rather than being busy but I can see why he did that now because he also wanted to make money and <laughs> provide for a family um, but yeah, no, my parents weren't very creative, so I don't know, I was kind of, I was an only child, um, and a Sagittarius, <laughs> so I sort of found ways to entertain myself, definitely, um, and I think my creative, creativity was sort of born at a young age, but I never really looked back at my childhood and, like, actually realised how creative it was, but, like, I was always, like, I was actually always doodling stuff or doing stuff to do with, like, makeup and hair, when I actually look back at mm-hmm. it, I'm like, oh, I, I, that's actually been, that's been instilled in me since, since super young. And I just never paid attention to it. Yeah, these things kind of manifest at a young age, usually. Um, For sure. And so, so you said you did, like, hair and makeup growing up. How did you get started working as an MUA? Um, so I started working as an MUA when I left uni. So I, I was, like finishing uni and I thought to myself like what do I actually want to do because I did chemistry at uni and it wasn't really clicking with me mm-hmm. so I, I I kind of like looked up I, it was actually my flatmate at the time said you know you're always doing your makeup like why don't you do something to do with that and it never really clicked in my head before that I enjoyed it but I was like oh yeah I should probably look into that so I took a little course um, and I started just getting into the creative scene in Glasgow and it's a really good creative scene in Glasgow. Like, you can pro- sort of break in no matter what you're doing. And people are very accepting and very, um, I don't know, just very, very uh, uplifting in the way that they'll 
they'll help you and they'll want you on shoots and stuff like that so it's kind of just a little bit of luck and a little bit of perseverance and yeah that's that's pretty much yeah that's great I guess and (laughs) so how does it work in terms of like a practical sense and you know how do you find clients or how do they find you and that kind of thing I would say that it's probably mostly social media like I think it this is the thing like I, I'm not massive um on my makeup anymore when it was when it was like my big thing so it was a lot of social media um meeting people on shoots so when you would just go to a a shoot and then you would sort of meet someone that you liked and then you would end up working with them and then you'd meet a whole new team of people and it would just sort of be like this big thing where you kept um finding these little webs and entangling yourself in them um so it's, it's quite it's quite easy once you throw yourself into it I think a lot of people just have the nervousness of not actually just going for it and I think mm-hmm. once you actually just dive in it's like oh this is actually fine because there will be always one person on a shoot who you will click with and then they'll take you to another shoot and then the same thing applies and you'll just keep sort of following the cycle yeah that's great so you'd say like the main thing is is networking really yeah, I would say definitely in any sort of creative um, thing, networking is probably the the biggest step you can take, I think, yeah. just to get yourself known. And what does a typical day look like when you work with a client? Um, so when I, w- I would have a shoot, so I would go uh, set up about 10 minutes early, although I'm pretty bad with being early <laughs> oh same so five minutes early <laughs> um I would show up and I would set my station up and then I would pretty much talk to the client or whoever was directing the shoot and we would talk about well pretty much go over what we were going to do because we would already have previously sort of discussed it um so mm-hmm. we would talk about what exactly order we're going to do it in I'd work out what order I was going to do everything in and then I would I would always bring like a paper and a bit of pen, a bit of pen, Jesus. I would bring like paper and a pen with me and I would write down <laughs> the name of everyone on the shoot. So if I hadn't met them before, yeah, I would specifically write down their names. And I think that's like, that's a really good step because I'm so bad with remembering people's names. And when you're on a big shoots, especially, you can get really confused. So that's a really good tip. Mm-hmm. Just like always write down everyone's names. And then even if you're referring back to the bit of paper, at least you're trying. Um, so that's what I do. And then I would probably set the model down I would do the first base look um and then we would just shoot from there and I would keep layering on top of that until Mm -hmm. it was finished yeah with your like creative directing do you do you kind of jump in during the shoot and suggest different things is it like quite hands-on like that pretty much yeah it would just be so if I was makeup and creative directing a shoot it would pretty much be I would know everything before I walked in I would have planned it out um and if I could it would pretty much just be watching it play out and then if something wasn't working or if it didn't look the way I wanted it to look I would just jump in literally maneuver the model (laughs) and be like this is what I want and then it would just go from Mm -hmm. there um and just checking back to see if everything looks how I want it to look um yeah it's quite fun creative directing I do I do really like that a lot it's good to be it's nice to be sort of in control of it but it's also very nerve-wracking because everyone's looking at you yeah you're like (laughs) so it's good and what what kind of advice would you give to someone that wants to get started out doing that um just throw yourself in like just be bold about it just start doing it like don't even 
worry you don't really have to worry about training or anything like that just if you feel like you have the skills to start just start and it doesn't matter where you begin but just try um and if you really want to like make it big I would say probably you want to move to a more creative hub city like London or Mm-hmm. Paris or New York or just one of the fashion capitals if you want to do like fashion makeup if you're happy doing bridal or anything like that you can literally just start with your friends start with your family and then just just keep going like there's I think that the hardest part of it is just picking up the brush for the first time and doing it on someone's face but start small and then work your way up and you'll be golden you also are a cartoonist and have a very big platform on Instagram that has um grown so much so much so quickly. Um I I'm always seeing your cartoons on my timeline and things are always going viral and you're just doing really great. Um do you want to talk through just the kind of um the kind of work that you do on that page and how you got started? Okay, so it's as much of a shock to me as it is to everyone else that it's just worked. And I, 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 did, I genuinely don't know how. Like, Basically, like last, I think it was August, um, my best friend, Sean, had bought an iPad. And they brought it around to my house and they were like, oh yeah, I just like doodling on it. Like, it's just really relaxing. And I kind of looked at it and I went, I want that. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. And I can't draw. I've never been able to draw. And even now I still cannot draw. It's just not been a talent of mine, but I do like doodling and it's very relaxing. So I bought myself an iPad and then I started just doing the worst cartoons ever, but making them sort of funny to just express how I was feeling. And then quickly it became like this thing where something would happen to me and I'd be like, oh, I just want to draw that. I just want to like get my feelings out in a drawing. Um, and I just started doing that. And then kind of out of nowhere, it started gaining traction. And I was, it, it was, it was all very confusing because I never expected it to become something. It, I don't know, like a part of my life. I just always, to be honest with you, I'm not very committed to anything. So I expected to draw for like two weeks and then put down the iPad and never pick it up again. <laughs> and I was very comfortable with that. But then I don't know what happened, but then I, I really pushed myself and I drew every day, but it wasn't even hard to do it because I, I had a new idea every day. Um, I don't have new ideas mm-hmm. every day so much now, but at the start I really did and I just went with it and it was really fun. And then I think it was like one of my uh, drawings about like periods just pretty much started it and then that, that's what's carried me through actually if anyone's wanting to become a cartoonist draw stuff about periods because <laughs> it will shoot you to the top <laughs> um yeah and I, I don't know I, I don't really know where the followings came from and every time I log on to it I'm just I'm, I'm still like I don't quite believe this is happening and it's weird that sometimes like things have an impact like when I get a message and someone will say like this is like really rang true to me or this is nice to see this and I'm like oh mm-hmm. this is just me suffering on paper <laughs> but it's nice <laughs> um so yeah I, I, how did I, I I don't even remember the question I'm sorry I just rambled there no you've ad- you've answered it perfectly um how long have you <laughs> been doing it for now so it'll be since I think it was August last year that I started doing it uh so oh my god it's nearly a year that's crazy oh, wow. That's yeah, crazy. to gain, yeah. to gain such a following that time, is so impressive, and that was um, really weird. Yeah, I, I, at the start of the year, like I wrote down my goals and my yeah. big goal for the year. I was like, I really want to reach ten k followers, and it was such a stretch then because I only had two, 
not too far, mm-hmm. 2,000. So I was like, it's such a stretch to think that I could reach 10,000. And then within January, I had reached 10,000. And I, I was just shocked that that had happened, that I'd hit my goal for the year in a month. Um, and now it's like 20-something, 20 21. Or, but it, it's just, it's really weird. Like, it still, it doesn't really feel... I thought it would feel really different having a platform, but it actually just feels the same. But you just need to watch what you say a little bit more. Yeah, that is something that must be difficult sometimes. With such a huge following, you'll obviously be, you must be like bombarded with with messages from other people, and does that get kind of a bit overwhelming sometimes? Um. Yeah. Like so, there can be times where it can, and I think the nature especially of what I draw like a lot of it is quite um I guess political or uh, social um I don't even know the word but there's a lot of stuff in there that's kind of some of it's controversial some of it's just very real um I draw I draw a lot of stuff that hits sore points for people but I'm trying to talk about things like openly so like I have comics about like abortion and the porn industry and just things like that um so mm-hmm. I will get a lot of messages to sort of like sometimes when people disagree with me it can be it can be quite hard but the only the, the real trouble I had was like this time that this page reposted me and I ended up in a fight with like some trolls and then I my, my page was like a cesspit for about a month but <laughs> thankfully that's done now um, but no, it can, be, it can be tricky when I post something that someone just completely like doesn't get or doesn't agree with and then I have yeah. to like talk to them and be like, this is why I feel the way that I feel. And you're completely entitled to feel differently. But this is my page. <laughs> so I'm, kind of, I'm totally yeah. allowed to post whatever I want. Um, yeah, so sometimes it can be a little bit like that. Another thing as well with just having a platform is like what you feel like you have to um, be very vocal about everything. So sometimes if I miss mm-hmm. something or I don't, I don't see it happen, people be like, why haven't you spoken about this? And I'll be like, oh, mate, like... It's not that I don't want to, I just haven't seen it. So then I'll try and flood my page with, like, information to do with things. Because um, I feel like you do have a responsibility to, when you have... Because I do have quite a big reach. Yeah. Um, so it's good to keep the... Keep it not all about just fun and games. Like, it has to be serious sometimes. Yeah, it must be hard to get a balance, especially in the current climate. And, you know, everyone's just trying their best to be an ally um so yeah striking that balance must be must be hard sometimes yeah I mean it's it's the thing is like with my work I've always tried to like have inclusivity and things like that in it like even before I had a platform like um I was always kind of working to the things that I still preach now but you just have to be a lot more on top of it when people are actually looking to you um which is fine like I have no problem with that but um I just like to make sure that I'm sharp and I'm not missing anything because I don't want people to think I don't care at any point because I definitely do I just Mm -hmm. I'm just a person just trying my best like everyone else yeah we're all trying our best um yeah and how how do you go about drawing the actual cartoons and making it a business um, so I I draw everything on my iPad um, a little pen that like comes with it and I just draw it on Procreate um, in terms of making it a business it was a shock to me so it was kind of just like oh people are like paying attention to me maybe I should sell print and, and I did do that and then I, 
I just do that now like that's something that I can do um in terms of like if anyone wanted to do it like the only advice I can give you is just do it because it's it's shocking how well it picks up and I think with cartoons and art especially people love that on Instagram because I think the narrative of Instagram for so long has been you open it you look at beautiful people with better lives than you you shut it you feel worse but since <laughs> yeah. like I changed over and I I only follow art pages on my um on my Instagram now or if, if, if I follow the odd like really um I don't know like sex positive or body positive influencer but I only follow people that don't make me feel horrible about myself like I only look at things that mm-hmm. bring me joy and inspiration and I think when you're an art account it's really easy to build a following because people love that on their feeds like they, they love to just look at a cartoon of a feeling that they have rather than looking at a person who is on a beach with a perfect body and earning more money than them which is fine and it's great that people have that life but I don't have that life <laughs> so sometimes I just want to look at just just bl- like blank paper with a cartoon on it and be like oh at least it's you know it's not making me feel worse today so do you sell is it Etsy that you use yeah I do I use Etsy um at the moment I just sell prints I well actually I have a colouring book which I made at the start of lockdown which feels like a lifetime ago now (laughs) (laughs) to think that was the start of lockdown I can't believe how long it's been here but yeah I did a colouring book and I've got that um but yeah I I just sell like little prints and um that's that's pretty much what I do and it's quite nice I sometimes sell cards as well I actually forgot about that yeah I sell cards which actually took off quite a lot which was good I enjoyed doing the valentine's day cards and things like that yeah, I like your um, horoscope cards. They're cute. Oh, yeah. I think that's... <laughs> Thank you. Because that's such a, a big thing for people our age are really into horoscopes, so it, it definitely makes sense to do that. Oh, 100%, yeah. And how do you find using Etsy as a platform? Do you find that quite straightforward? Are there any like tips you would have for people that want to become... Etsy sellers hmm. um, it is pretty straightforward it can just like if you are going to list a number of things on Etsy just put aside a day for it because it can really like take time up um, it's quite mm-hmm. laborious to just because there's it's quite good a platform because you can fill in a lot of sections so people can find your work even if they're not associated with you so if they just type something in there's a chance that they'll be able to find it um, and you can put like all your attributes and like how like what the occasion the thing you're selling is for and what like tags you would associate with it it's quite good that way but I would say also do it on a laptop because sometimes I'll be doing it on my phone or my iPad and only one swipe and everything's gone because if you swipe downwards the whole thing's lost <laughs> so you spend like oh five minutes on something <laughs> and then lose it so do it on a laptop um but yeah no it's it is, it's a really good platform I've never had a problem with it and like it pays you super quick um you can actually get it to pay you like daily so it's it's brilliant that way um right yeah yeah, I, I really like it as a platform. It's a, it's, a really, it's a really good platform, but I hate the days where I have to list new things because it takes up so much time and I'm so impatient. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've had such amazing feedback and your following has grown so much. Um, what's, your, what's been your reaction to, to people having so, feeling so positively about it? 
um, it's just really nice. Like, I feel like with my um, platform, like, I kind of, I've obviously cultivated it on this really raw, honest um, view of myself. And I feel like the people who have come and joined me appreciate that. So it's quite nice where if I'm having a bad day and I'll draw that or whatever, people will be like, just really kind about it and I feel like I have this little community where people can be really open and honest and um, just real with each other where um, like Mm -hmm. people can just have conversations and they can find each other and it's really nice that way because I feel like I've got a little community so it's not just I don't feel that um, disconnected to my audience because I I do talk to a lot of them a lot Um, so it's, it's really nice that way just to I don't know. It's it's lovely every time I get a message and someone says like this is this is really, you know, made me feel good or you talking about this has made me feel more comfortable about talking about it or just stuff like that. Like it's 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 just really quite nice to see something making a positive impact when to me it's just it you know it, it it's almost therapeutic for me to just draw these little things and um speak about my emotions in in a way that's very. I guess comical <laughs> um but it's nice to see that other people like will see that and go oh that's how I feel today I'm glad that someone else feels like that and we all just feel a little bit less alone yeah and are there any posts in particular that stick out in your mind where you really gained traction or that was what helped you gain so many followers yeah so I guess um the as I said like period posts so there was two in particular um that did really super well and they gained me like most of my following so like to start with there was one it was just like a four panel comic and it's when you're going kind of crazy before a period so you're like everyone hates me where are my keys I'm gonna kill someone (laughs) and then you realize you're on your period and you're like all right okay this is why I'm going through all these intense emotions (laughs) Um, and then the next one was like basically just this really just when you have a period for like however many days and then you think it's done and then you don't wear a pad the next day and then there's blood in your pants and you're like why but that really took off like that's what probably gained me like the most followers because that got posted by so many people I think the most fun thing for me is when people message me like a screenshot where someone will have reposted something I've drawn on Facebook and I don't use Facebook. Like I have I have a Facebook page that's technically connected to my cartoons account because you need like mm-hmm. at the time you needed a Facebook page to actually create like a business. So everything that I post automatically goes to Facebook, but I never check it. It just it just lives there. But people will sometimes like find the images on some sort of thing and it'll circle a different part of Facebook and people will be like, You just came up on my timeline. And I'll be like, oh, that's really weird that that happens. Um, so those two, about the periods, like, they probably, like, really kicked it off. And then recently, two posts that have been doing really well are the one that I, I did, like, an infographic about paying for porn, which has done super well. And then I just did a little post about um, sort of respecting sex workers. And that's that's sort of taken off as well. So... I think I have I have a good amount of um, people on my profile that I would want. So I have um, a lot of, you know, like sex workers, sex positive people. Um, I have a lot mm-hmm. of women and uh, people that have uteruses or vaginas. Um, so it's quite nice to just have that sort of community because uh, I don't I don't have I pretty much have no cis 
men on my page. I think my <laughs> male to... It only says male to female ratio. It doesn't say non-binary but or trans. But I think most of my page is like everyone that I would want and it's no men which is super calming so I'm like oh I never have to worry about like men giving me their opinions on this page and that makes me feel brilliant Um, yeah it's just so nice yeah it's a really nice just feminine community of positivity um yeah for sure and obviously you you touch on feminist issues and body positivity in your posts um I would say that's would you agree that's the kind of central theme that runs through it um I suppose so yeah like I think they come up more than anything I think my my general theme is just the pain of existing (laughs) those things I suppose because those things tie in so closely to my experience those themes come up a lot so I pretty much draw from my own experience like I I will draw things that have either happened to me that day or or that I'm feeling or that I'm seeing that affect me and that's pretty much the only things I put on my page so I think the 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 recurring themes of like feminism and body positivity and stuff like that like those are just things that I think about every single day so that's probably why they keep cropping up just purely because that's that's my experience in this in this world what advice would you would you give to someone that wants to try doing the same thing as you becoming a cartoonist just do it and you don't even have to have an ipad like it was really funny because uh two of my like best friends um their names are like bad underscore broidery and then such a cool dude and they're both from new zealand and they neither of them had an ipad until really recently and they'd built up like these profiles and all they had drawn on was their phone with their finger like they they were drawing purely on an app on their phone with their finger for like a year and it shocked me to my core because I'd always drawn an iPod iPad and I was like you guys have been drawing with your fingers and they were like yeah and I was like but everything you do is so good so literally it doesn't you don't even need like you don't need an iPad you don't need a pen you don't need anything you can do this on your phone or you can do it like MS Paint or like just just think about it this way like people like a lot of the time people aren't looking for complete artistic ability it's more the message that you're sending out so even if you're just drawing it on a bit of paper and then taking a picture of that and uploading it or if you're drawing it on your computer or on your phone or anything like that like just do it because you will you will gain people that like you and appreciate what you're doing no matter what it looks like or no matter what you think the skill level is just start just start and see where you go because if you have the motivation to keep going if you have like a couple of people around you cheering you on you're gonna get better and you're gonna refine your style no matter what that was artist Michaela Monsoon you can find her on Instagram at cardatoons and at Michaela Monsoon We'll be back with another episode in two weeks. If you like this episode, please subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Claire Hutch. See you next time.